if we're going to talk about fire, fire actually means transformation. The metaphor is physical fire like a flame. The actual energy is transformation, this archetype of transformation. Okay, but here we are in 2022. Are there really good models of transformation that are good examples for us in our modern society? No, there are not. You know what there is instead? We're told this statement, a caterpillar turns into a butterfly. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's not a true statement. Mm, okay. What is? A caterpillar turns into a larger caterpillar, turns into a caterpillar searching for a place to mount its chrysalis, turns into a caterpillar creating a chrysalis, turns into a chrysalis, turns into goo, turns into a weird thing emerging from the chrysalis, turns into a butterfly. And what we miss when we don't enumerate those things is the painful struggle and the millimeter at a time progress that actually is transformation. Mm -hmm. Instead, we have this myth in our society that change happens all at once or change is quick or it isn't any work or it isn't painful or it doesn't actually happen micro moves at a time. This is the problem that we get into when our modern society is so resistant to transformation. Or it's very like, all or nothing. I think that's a huge deterrent for so many talented people is they don't even want to try because it's too much work. It's too much action. It's going to trans push them too far out of their comfort zone and they don't even try to go after it. Exactly. We both succumb to that. Of course. We, we think we need to make big moves when the little moves will actually move us further. When I think about the four elements in our society, fire gets the second biggest shaft because mm. no one really wants to do magic or energetic work around true transformation, which is move me to the next millimeter along the path. Instead, people want to do magic to become a millionaire when they have no money. It takes a lot of magical energy to create that level of transformation. And you have to put skin in the game. You can't just expect miracles to happen, learn a language in a day. You have to walk the line. You have to commit to a discipline. Miracles can happen. It just takes a tremendous amount of magical energy to do that. Mm. And miracles are much easier if you've also done the other work and moved it a little bit at a time and had a lot of practice doing that. And it's funny because something that is a miracle or astounding to one person could be completely mundane to another because I can tell you upon reflection that many people have told me, wow, you are such a fast knitter. It's unbelievable how fast you can make something. To them, that's miraculous. But to me, I'm like, yeah, it's because I've been doing it a million years and whatever. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. So interesting. Light from Lantern presents Knit a Spell. I'm magical maker, Katie Rempe. And I'm the maker of magic, James Devine. Join us as we stitch together the symbiotic relationship between crafting and the craft. It's Sagittarius season. And with that comes the element of fire. <laughs> yes, mutable fires, November 22nd through De December 21st. How is a person a transformative, mutable 
person. How can you be cool about being transformational? Is that like kind of the feeling around a Sagittarius? Yeah, I think about the fires that are within the earth, mm. the fires that warm rather than the fires that burn or the fires that are direct. So if you think about cardinal fire, that's like an Aries is a cardinal fire. That's the fire that blasts, the fire that burns and melts and is direct flame. If you think about fixed fire, that's the fire that is always burning and is like the light or that is always there like the sun. Hmm. If you think about mutable fire, that's the fire that's in our body that is just always warm. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be explosive. But it is always there and reliable. Bodies are not going to burn you as long as you're alive. It's a steady warmth that's always there. Like the earth, there's a steady warmth mm. that's always there. I think of this as a mutable type of fire. So that's why Sagittarius is often associated with things like loyalty, steadfastness. A lot of times people think of them as being very truthful and candid optimistic. I really think of them as that image of the centaur, the half mm. horse, half human. And they often have the bow and arrow. They're pictured that way in mythology. And this is a very noble image. And so some people have then interpreted that to be enthusiastic or roaming, like they have the mm. horse type of roaming, have wanderlust, open-hearted, and they want freedom. People often think because of the fire, they can be humorous and they're enthusiastic and lucky. But I really think that mutable fire has a lot of that loyalty and that steadfastness of that centaur and that mm. sort of majestic, quieter type of, I'm going to burn for a long time at this very much like you said the adventurer overuse of those skills can lead to someone who can be seen as wandering without responsibility mm. i'm not sure if i know very many sagittarians that have that particular quality i think of sagittarians having a certain quality of like stick-to-itiveness and even a little bit of attachment like loyal to a fault sometimes, or they can get stuck on an idea and fiery and passionate about that idea. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're like, oh, dude, get off it. <laughs> so if you're a Sagittarius, that can lead to sometimes being a little tactless, willing to fight for things, but in a way that is not as direct as an Aries or as flaming as a Leo, mm -hmm. ways that are subversive. And so sometimes people yeah. can think of that as like reckless or fickle, rebellious. Yeah. But remember, Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign. So it is about transformation. How does a mutable fire sign do transformation? Slow and steady. Yes, you got to pull Over, away and reflect. Yeah. yeah. This is the ribs that go in low and slow. Oh. And the meat comes out tender, fall mm. off the bone. Sorry for all your vegans. So do you have any Sagittarians in your life? Yes, that would be my partner, Brianne. <laughs> oh, and... So as a Virgo, and that's also mutable earth, how does your mutable earth and her mutable fire get along? It's a good match because where I'm more cautious and pulled back, she's more willing to go after something that she hasn't done and push her boundaries a little more. So I actually feel like we're a good match in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's awesome. What about you? I have a friend that's passed away who is amazing Sagittarius. 
Mm. Loyal to a fault. And he was very passionate and he would get so stuck on his ideas that he would chase them down to the nth degree sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he would get fiery about it. And then he was also could be underhanded, sometimes overuse of that skill. Where he was hilarious, he was very impish and he loved pranks. So he was always doing little pranks on me. And I one time got him back in my most epic prank ever because I just had to wait. I'm not very good at pranks, but I did get him back because For me, pranks have to follow rules, which are they have to leave everyone feeling really awesome afterwards. Ah. I don't like pranks that have you feel terrible afterwards. So I just happened upon this opportunity and took advantage of it. Anyway, that'll be an extra (laughs) for the Patreon. It's hilarious. So that's how we get along with that sign. Yes. All right. So famous Sagittarians. So I already mentioned Brienne. So that's number one. Yes, we love her. I also found out that Tina Turner, Sagittarius. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Britney Spears, Nicki Minaj, Walt Disney, and uh, Mark Twain. So there you go. That's amazing. Just to name a few. I'm sure there's many more, of course. All these fire people in the industry. These are famous people, and they're hard to examine just from their sun sign, but it's pretty fascinating. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll dig into what it means to have a fire hand from the expert, James Devine. We'll be right back. Every year, people have trouble finding the right gift for somebody. Does it fit? Is it something they have to dust or that they're going to re-gift? One of the best gifts you can give somebody this holiday season is the gift of an experience. You can give somebody the gift of a palm reading or a tarot reading from me. James Divine. You can purchase gift certificate at thedivinehand.com forward slash gift. It's delivered via email. And you know what's cool? It always fits. So if you're looking for a last minute gift, no messing with the crowds at the mall or the store, just head over to thedivinehand.com forward slash gift and grab a gift certificate for your loved one today. Always in stock and never out of style. That's James Divine. Hey, Nita Spell fans, join our Patreon for just $13 a month to gain access to extended episode comments, episode outtakes, behind the scenes and bonus content, magical making tips, monthly polls to influence future topics and guests, and interact with your fellow patrons. Plus, you'll be supporting one of your favorite podcasts. Join today to gain access to our entire post history. Visit patreon.com forward slash light from lantern to learn more and sign up. Jim and I look forward to seeing you there. And we're back. During the break, we hashed into the famous celebrities who are Sagittarii. Would that be the plural Sagittarii? I don't know. <laughs> Probably the not. Sagittarians, the Sagittarius. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I like Sagittarius. So the famous Sagittarius. Which ones had fire hands to go with their fire sun sign? And what did we find out, Jim? Tina Turner has fire hands. So what is a fire hand? Let's talk about that first. So hands come in 16 different elemental types. The four types are the pure elements are earth, air, fire, water. And then you can combine those together to get 16 types of hands. Fire hands are very similar to fire signs. If you have a fire hand, how you interact with the world tends to be in a transformational way. So there's a tendency for you to bring transformation to your interactions with the world. 
there isn't necessarily a mutable cardinal or fixed, although depending on the combination, I guess you could assign those in certain ways, but I instead have them assigned slightly differently. Pure fire hand is a hand that is often diamond or triangular shaped, meaning it's tapered out from the wrist to the fingers. And if you close the fingers and the palm is longer than the fingers to other people's hands, most people's palm is longer than their fingers but they have even shorter fingers than most other people. So the way that you know whether you have a, an element hand is you have to see a palm reader because you have to see people that have seen many hands in order to have that assessment. It's very hard for a person who hasn't seen many hands to make that assessment on their own. So just know that if you're looking at your hands, it can be frustrating to figure out what element hand you have. Which is why you give the palm readings to people. Hey, you're still a specialist yeah. and still available if you're interested in finding more <laughs> about your palm. Thank you for the plug. So fire-handed people bring change. They love transformation. They love to be the purveyors of transformation. So we have Tina Turner. She is yeah. a Sagittarius. And yes, as a matter of fact, she does have fire hands. I think she also has a little bit of water going on. So that could be the steam hand. So what is that? What is Tina Turner doing? Tra transforming your emotions. Oh. She is moving you. If you go to a Tina Turner concert, if you listen to Tina Turner music, she is transforming your emotions. Absolutely. It, isn't that cool? I never thought about it that way. And it's probably what she likes best about doing it is that soul and that emotion that's mm, there. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. cool. One person who doesn't, a Sagittarius oh. <laughs> named Britney Spears, she has water hands. An aspect we were really trying to find in our water hand episode. Where were yeah. you when we were looking for you, Brittany? People often ask me, what's the relationship between your astro chart and your hands? Your hands are how you interact with the world. Your astro chart is like the weather system that you have going on. So today in Seattle, guess what? It's raining. No kidding. Mm. And like the rain is going to cause me to take certain actions, wear my hooded jacket or walk quickly between the house and the car. Sure. But my if I have fire hands or water hands, that's how I'm going to actually interact with people mm -hmm. once I'm out of the weather, once I'm in a particular spot. So Brittany has the Sagittarius astrology in this transformational sort of weather system. She has this transformational opportunities that show up and then she handles it with high understanding of emotions. On her best days, her emotions serve her really well because she understands the needs and the emotions of the people around her and she can ride that. But on her worst days, it's probably way too much. Mm, curious, all right, yeah. who's next? Nicki Minaj, also a water hand. I think she has a little bit of fire in there, but I think it's water. Again, very similar in the way that Brittany is, that there's mm. this emotional connection that she's looking to make. But it seems like Nikki has a little bit of more fire in her hands. Mm. I think that she's able to be in an empowered state and like transforming emotions, similar to Tina Turner in that way. And we talked about Walt Disney. Yeah. Now this is a different type of hand. It's fire, but also with earth. Oh. So when you have earth and fire together, that's a lava hand. So this is a Sagittarius who is, is involved in transformation with his fire hands, but transformation of what? A steam hand like Tina Turner is transformation of emotion, because that's mm. what water is. Transformation of earth is transformation of the tangible. 
So if you think about what really got Walt Disney interested or, or what really was inspiring to him, it was how can I make this stuff real? So of course, it wasn't just about the cartoons. It wasn't just about the communication and the media. It mm. had to be a park. It had yeah. to be something tangible. And I think that's so interesting because there's lots of media that did not at all need to become physical as, as an amusement park. That was absolutely critical for him to do. And who doesn't feel transformed when they go into a place like that? Even if it's just because it's totally different than the reality you just stepped out of. Exactly. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a really cool reflection. Mark Twain lived at a time when palmistry was very much in vogue. And you can Google Mark Twain palms or Mark Twain hands, and you can find accurate depictions where his hands were actually photographed. His palms were photographed. It's really and cool. He, Absolutely has fire hands. It's a great example of long palms, short fingers. So his fire hands are very much there. And there's a little bit of air quality to Mark Twain's hands. So if we talk about the combustion hand or mm. fire plus air, this is the transformation of mindset or communication that transforms. What was he doing? Oh, he was a writer. He's a writer. He's transforming people through ideas and the element of air, writing and thought and Jeez. ideas. Pretty cool, oh, right? Oh, really cool. I wonder if the person who read his palm was so reflective. I'm guessing not because, Jim, there's no one else like you. You're too sweet. You find, having been somebody who's seen a lot of palms, that a person's profession ends up reflective in their hand shape. So not what they do, but how they do it. Uh, so you can be anything sure. in the world. Remember, that's what your mom said. Be anything you want to be. Let's say you want to be an attorney. Okay, great. If you have fire hands, how you are the attorney, what will turn you on about being an attorney will be the transformation you're able to make. Let's say you want to be a postal carrier. It's the transformational aspect of being a postal carrier that makes a difference for you. Working in a call center, you're going to really appreciate those times when you're making a difference for people or when you make a difference for your coworker or when you bring in a potluck dish for someone's birthday. So those are the things that for a person that has fire hands, those transformational moments are going to matter. Those are the things that show up for people invariably. Cool. All right. What about crafts. What are some fiery crafts? Can you think of those being our resident crafting expert? I always think of the fire spinners like Michael, anyone who's working with the art of literal fire. That is so mind blowing to me because it's something I can't even comprehend doing. My partner, Michael or Cloven of the Wood, if you want to find him on Instagram, does flow arts. And one of those is fire performance. So he'll spin poi and do fire staffs and things like that. Um, and so working with fire in that way, that's like the literal fire. Mm -hmm. Think about like wood burning. 
Oh, yeah. That one that you had where you kind of did the design and then burned it from there to transform the wood. That was really great. So that was in our episode on sigil magic. Ever use fire with yarn or in some way? You can. So when I would look for fire as an aid in crafting, it was usually to finish off something. Let's say it was a fabric that was a synthetic that is going to fray if you don't somehow do something to the fabric. You can burn it carefully and melt the edges if it's a synthetic, and that transforms the edge into something that was going to just roll away to like something instead that's of hemming stable. it. Yep. You can also use it to identify what the fibers are that you're working with. So that's something I used to do back in fashion school was okay, here are 20 scraps of fabric burn them and then tell me what they are based on how they burn. Which one is silk? We'll find out. Yeah. If it smells like campfire and is really light and ashy, it's probably a natural cellulose. If it's sparkly and hardens into a really weird crust, it's probably a synthetic. So that is really magical when you can impress people with that little gem. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about scrying using like a bowl of water or through the fog or through clouds last time gazing into a candle flame is one of my favorite ways to be mesmerized one of the key things for magic is your ability to imagine in the most literal way possible if you can picture something in your mind That is the first step in being able to manifest or to create something magically. So when we have our students meditate on a candle, a burning candle, the purpose is to have them be able to then eventually create that burning candle in their mind without having the burning candle in front of them as practice to visualize that burning candle as accurately as possible. And if that's something you're doing every day, you're looking at that burning candle, you're studying it, you're meditating upon it. This becomes something that is now a meme to be able to practice creating it in your mind. So that's one of the tools we can use as a burning candle because it represents transformation, consumption. There's lots of symbolism around it. Another application of magic using literal fire is scrying into flames which you can do in a campfire. You can do with 70% rubbing alcohol. I recommend being very careful with this, but you put on a heat proof surface with Epsom salts in the bottom. You pour in 70% alcohol, just a little bit, and you light that and it will create a really beautiful flame, a relatively low temperature flame compared to others. It does not give off any noxious but still be in a well-ventilated place. And you can then stare into those flames and you can scry and meditate on those flames and see shapes and see messages and meditate on that. Just use a little bit and you can tell how long it'll last. Be very careful to do this in the proper way. I never thought about Mm -hmm. doing that. Have you ever done candle making before? We have, yes. In January, there's a holiday called Candlemas or Imbolc. And this is halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox when it's traditional to make candles. And certainly we've poured candles into 
glass votives and we've also dipped candles and we've rolled beeswax candles. And with that, you can infuse the candles with essential oils or herbs, even putting little crystals, tucking them in here and there. And those candles can be made with intent and you're putting a little bit of the potential energy into the candle for it to be burned later. That's a very crafting craft of the craft. <laughs> it's a fire festival because it's the returning of the sun. Here in the Sagittarius season, we see the nights are lengthening. The sun is dwindling. So we have this fire season happening here in November, December, when the days in the Northern Hemisphere, the days are shortening. At the same time, we live on a ball. So in the Southern Hemisphere, the days are lengthening. Yeah, it's a great so, time to be in Australia, I'll tell you what. Or in Southern Africa, South yep. America. Yeah, it's, it's yep. summertime. We should do more hand exposés because I've really learned a lot. Not even just about palmistry, but about our habits and how we can use all of these awesome things to our benefit. All right, everybody. Until next time, we'd love to hear if you have any fire type crafts that you do and indulge in. Please let us know. You can drop us an email at knitispellpodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a message on our Instagram page. Or if you're feeling like it, go ahead and join us on our Patreon, which is always fun. Until next week, we'll see you then. See you soon. Thanks, for, Thanks listening. for listening. If you enjoyed the show, consider sharing it with a friend, leaving a review on iTunes and Spotify, or following Knit a Spell on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the Light from Lantern YouTube channel to enjoy full episodes of Knit a Spell and see our happy faces. You can also learn more about readings, classes, and events going on with your favorite maker of magic, James Devine, by visiting thedivinehand.com and subscribing to his newsletter. Then follow Jim's fun and interactive Instagram account at Divine Hand Jim. Keep up with Katie, the magical maker, by subscribing to her newsletter at lightfromlantern.com. You'll receive a free knitting pattern as a thank you gift. Then follow Katie on Instagram at lightfromlantern for even more magical making tips. See you See next, next week. week.